Origin Clear is a company that focuses on wastewater treatment. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the Water's New Gold CEO Briefing. Our mission is to transform the water industry. Decentralization offers us this opportunity. The plan that you've built here is super impressive. The world is experiencing a crisis in regards to water. It's a great opportunity that you are giving us investors. The decentralization of water treatment means that we no longer need to establish giant water treatment plants. Let them fight over the 20%. Let's work with the 80% that's untreated. Over 21,000 unique alternative investments. Three million jobs in the U.S. alone. Making it easy for the regular investor. All the old trends just accelerated. Lucrative and fulfilling. The vision I've got is to standardize these products. Design, build, own, and operate. We have 65 people in the room. We got an important message to share to the world. We can put a guy on the moon, but our water is horrible. Recycling all that water, it's a huge impact for the environment. Bringing new infrastructure in drive growth in America. That's a critical part of the picture. It's a twin 125 gallon per minute RO system. I don't think we're talking about a $10 million fund. We're talking about a series of $10 million. Yeah, the opportunity itself is very big. To live, yes. Take care of the water. Not too many CEOs do a weekly briefing and are willing to talk to individual investors. All right. So welcome to Water's a New Gold. And uh, it is Thursday the 17th, or unlike my CEO update, which called it February 1Y. Uh, and <laughs> briefing number 147. We are in the world's only vital, scarce, and recession-proof market, and we are learning that every day. Lots of exciting things to discuss in this uh, update. Let's move quickly into the rest of it. Obviously, we are still um, real-time interpreting into Spanish, and as we gain more listeners in other countries like Italy, we will add that as well, where we have expansion going on in um, other countries of Europe and perhaps we'll have Russia, all kinds of fun stuff. Okay, and of course, as always, uh, we, we, we do our very best to tell you how it is. Um, of course, the actual results could differ materially from those contemplated. And uh, with that, I am now gonna play a uh, podcast. Welcome to another episode of Young Entrepreneurs with the Green Roof Team. My name is Nelson Fernandez, and we're here today with Riggs Eichelberry. How are you doing today? Nelson, I'm doing great, and it's, it's really so great to be on your show. I love your mission and what you're trying to do there. Um, for the past two, three years now, I've been working for a liquefied natural gas company, so we try and do as much work as we can on site, um, especially when it comes and she playing with the um, surrounding water areas. Like, for example, there's a swamp-like area nearby that was destroyed many years ago, but then um, the facility we went in and put in the money to be able to revitalize it. And now we make sure it's maintained um, because we want to make sure that we keep the public happy. It's near beaches, but then also it's our more so like responsibility to make sure we keep the area better. So it's amazing work, and I'm excited to keep on hearing about it, um, especially how it affects the local areas. Um, my cousin actually lives in Fort Lauderdale, and anytime I visit him, we never drink out the tap. We always have <laughs> exactly. water or jugs. <laughs> I know it's pretty sad. 
Um, but you know, it sounds like you have a good situation where you are, but it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunately not, the, not the rule. The rule is that there's, you know, like Fort Lauderdale has these problems with sewer mains breaking and poop ending up on the lawns and all kinds of stories. And, um, and the water quality. So you know that you can invest in an oil well, right? And you get royalties. You can't do that with a water system. You can't invest in a water system. And we thought that was really strange because if the water industry needs money, well, why don't we open it up to regular investors to invest in? And so that's what we did. It's something called water on demand. And basically, if a business wants a water system, they get it. They just start paying by the gallon, just like they did with their with uh, the city. And then the investor gets uh, a royalty and people love investing in water much more than in oil. I mean, they think it's great, right? Because it's sustainable. We're raising money very quickly on that to specifically pay for these water as a service type uh, projects. So then once an industry or area, they use a water treatment system, does it stay within the utility company? So then are you sending the clean water back to the utility company? Right. The utilities are perfectly happy to get treated water back, you know, so uh, they just don't want the dirty water. You talk about sustainability. You know, you know that Israel recycles almost 90 percent of its water. The second in the world is Spain at 20 percent. The U.S., 1 percent. Now, the reason for it is a design reason. None of these we have older water systems that were designed. You know, Israel designed everything post-World War II, right? That's when they were created. Quite recent compared to the Americas and Europe. Right. It's kind of like the same way we're stuck with old phone lines, right? So um, here we have uh, old water systems that only go one way. Like uh, I used to live in LA, and if you flush your toilet in Beverly Hills, the water goes all the way down to the ocean. It's treated, and it goes in the ocean. It's clean, but it doesn't go back to Beverly Hills. It's over. Um, but if you're in Beverly Hills and you treat it yourself, you can keep reusing it, right? And so that's where the recycling can occur is at the point of use. Now, the infrastructure doesn't have all that load. It's been unburdened and the users have control. And by the way, water rates are inflating at a rate three times the rate of normal inflation. So as it is, it's a really bad situation that hopefully we can help you mitigate but also return a good investment that's inflation-friendly to the investor. So all in all, Origin Clear is providing an inflation-friendly way to invest in an asset, water, which is very beneficial, and increases sustainability through promoting recycling and uh, control of the process by the user. And we think that's the future, uh, not just in America, but in North America and the world eventually. Amazing. And so touching upon more the financial side of <clears throat> water and demand. Yes. How does your company be able to generate revenue? Well, I'll give you a good example. Used to, used to be you bought Microsoft Office for like 130 bucks one time. Boom. Now you pay for it like $19 a month. And if you do the math, you're paying more, right? Yeah. Over time but you're getting a better product. You've got the one, you know, OneDrive, the cloud, you've got real-time everything. Microsoft Office is a, it's a live managed product, right? And so you don't mind spending that money because, you know, you're doing all kinds of cool things in there and it, you know, all of a sudden some feature shows up, boop, you know? And that is what we're trying to bring to water. In other words, moving from here, here's your, here's your water system, have fun, goodbye, to, Here's a service. We're going to take care of your water. 
and you won't have to worry. You don't have experts. We'll just make sure it runs and make sure through remote management that the, the proper treatment's done. And you just pay us, you know, X amount per gallon on a long-term contract and everybody's happy. So it's more of a subscription process, um, purchase where you have continual maintenance available and services than just a one-time here you go. You know, I, I, I was talking to a brewery owner and, and literally while I was talking to him, this guy shows up and well, who, who are you? Oh, I'm the guy, your, your chiller showed a, a, an alert on our, on our network and I've come to fix it. The brewer didn't even know it was broken. And the guy shows up to fix it. That's called a service. So it, all his chillers were being handled by the firm under contract. And he didn't have to worry about it. It's like, no, you know what? That's fine. They got it. This really allows you to focus on your core business. And I think at the end of the day, the more you can do that and delegate all the things that are not core focus, the better you'll do. So thinking about a company as a whole, how do you go about ensuring that the areas of the company that you're not well-versed in is successful? Bill Gates once said, you try to hire people who are smarter than you. And that is the case, obviously smarter in their, in their specialty, right? So, so I have a COO who is much smarter than me in operations and I have a CFO who is much smarter than me in finance and so forth and so on. So we started doing well when I started getting good people around me who I didn't have to tell them what to do. They're like, okay, hey, Riggs, I just figured this whole thing out. We're gonna do this. I'm like, great, <laughs> carry on, right? It's almost a synchronicity concept, right? 2018, we were like running out of conventional financing options. And then this amazing guy, Ken Berenger, showed up, who's now executive vice president and my co-strategist on Water on Demand. And somehow magically he became available and it's been amazing ever since. This is true of our uh, chief strategic officer and president, Andrea D'Agostini, same thing. We hired him just a couple of months ago and he magically became available. So I think that, that you sort of progress your own organization to a point where it's, it's the right fit for or the right person to come in. Get a, get a good team. That's super important. Definitely, I agree. How did you see changes in mission of the company and direction you're going? Well, this company Nelson, was built in the public markets. It's kind of how we got ourselves funded. But during the time, during the 14 years we've been in business, the over-the-counter market, the penny stock market has really gone down, down the drain because there's been a lot of abuses. A lot of people have, have taken people for a ride. And so, so we've made that our big, our big goal now is get on NASDAQ to certain requirements and we, we have a roadmap to get to them. I think that is the most critical thing we could do is to, is to be a NASDAQ company and um, really define this new water as a managed service concept for the marketplace and be a market leader, you know, sort of be the Amazon of water. And that to me is, is um, we, we got to do it. We, we got to move up to that level. Uh, we have a superb investor base, great team. We got the right um, business model, good technologies. Uh, at this point, it's just, you know, work night and day and we'll get there, right? What are some ways that um, your company moves forward to be able to invite new investors, new um, clients in? I think now it's moving more like, you know, it's, it's an attractive concept of water like an oil well and, 
and the investability and so forth and making it a new, cool new thing for investors to do that now we just need to get a lot of visibility for it. Just get a lot, a lot of, and we don't care if they're gonna invest. We just want people to like the concept and be interested. And that will build its own uh, you know, virality in a way, right? Because people use word of mouth, et cetera. That's really our next step is, is to um, not be the best kept secret. We're pretty good. I mean, we have good visibility and so forth, but I'm, I'm talking about you know, water on demand becoming a, wor- a word of the business world, shall we say, right? That needs to happen because then we can really start to um, take our ideas and share them. And we don't want to hold on to it all, right? We was like, hey, you know, let's have any, a bunch of water companies doing this. Let's make it a big thing that, that is done a lot. One company doesn't change an industry. Neither, 20 companies don't. But a hundred or a thousand companies, that starts to make change. And so that's really where, you know, by having a tremendous amount of visibility and documented wins, uh, you know, investors winning at the making good, you know, generational money uh, from royalties, et cetera, then it starts to all kind of become like something people are excited about. Uh, and the word gets around and, and then you become hopefully a household word in in the business investing world. Amazing. Sounds great. Well, thank you again, Mr. Igoberry, for joining me today and discussing clear origin, sustainability, and technology. Nelson, it's been such a pleasure. I wish you luck with your project. Sounds like you got a good thing going. And uh, let's let's check in on each other in a few months and see how we're doing. Peace out. Thank you. guy definitely cool guy and that was a great interview i was able to discuss a lot of what's happening what we're trying to do what's important to us and to be very frank what we need to do to succeed Uh, i see that people are raising their hands and um, linda thank you yeah it's a very nice comment she made yes she she goes wow you explained the company and its objective so clearly and simply awesome um linda Thank you for being so supportive as an investor, but also uh, understanding us. And uh, I saw that somebody raised their hand. We don't typically take raised hey, hands. Dude. It's better if you chat to us and then we'll, we'll, we'll answer in the chat. So what I'm gonna do now is I am going to continue because the next big topic is water cyber attacks, which is a big deal. Oh, and of course, as always, I want to report on the status of water on demand capital. We are inching along. We are so close. And, and uh, Ken tells me we're about to get some, some big, big leaps forward. This is, uh, it was 933,600 last week. It's now 957,100. Again, remember, that's only 50% of what's come in is what goes into these subsidiaries. The rest of it is used to build the subsidiary and so forth. So, uh, and, and we actually sacrifice profits. We hand them over to the investors in order to be able to do that, that, that growth part. So I'm predicting that this is gonna flip over and that we will have a public announcement next week because I know what's, I, I, I have a clue what's coming in. Am I right, Ken? You do. <laughs> um, I, I, have not been, I have not been keeping it a secret, um, but we, we've, we've been coordinating pretty regularly and I've had a very busy week. So uh, no, we've, we've had a really, really, really productive week this week and next week. Um, I, I, and I think as we start to kind of put some reality out there on what we're doing, I, I think that'll accelerate quite a bit. 
Excellent, excellent. Um, so Joseph Odima just actually uh, chatted with everyone saying in case a person wants to invest in this project, what do they need to do? And I'm sure you'll, you'll pick up on him. I'll let you do uh, a response on that while I continue. So doing very well on water demand and we will keep going here. Now, what's going on with water cyber security? You know that I used to be the manager, general manager of a uh, worldwide software company called Panda Software, Spanish-based. And, um, and I had, uh, and of course I took, helped take a company public onto the NASDAQ that was in the uh, cyberspace. So I know a little bit about it, but let's take a look at what's happening in water. We actually got um, featured in a Forbes article about this. Here's what we said about it. Um, and basically that uh, Washington is basically not funding uh, the 150,000 municipal water systems and so we are quite unprepared and there are a few reservoirs of clean water outside of the municipal water districts and that is dangerous. Okay, well, let me go ahead and do a deeper dive because of course they featured a very small piece of what I uh, responded to them. First of all, in terms of background, um, there's uh, on July 21st of last year, um, there was a hearing about cyber threats and that there is, is, actually, is actually the top threat facing the U.S. water sector, according to the American Water Works Association. There's also um, uh, multi-stage intrusion campaigns by, who knows, Russian government, um, the next door neighbor, dude with a computer, whatever it is, because I'll tell you something, water systems are not well protected. So that's important. Um, and it, in fact, there was a water industry survey that, that said that 88% of water uh, professionals said that it was a high priority issue. Now, I do not know why, um, let me just see here. So somehow, um, well, anyway, here is the top threat, but here it's ranked, ranked much lower, but nonetheless, 88% said it was a high priority issue. So it's very, very important. Now, um, also there's a commission that works on this and they've identified water and wastewater utilities as compri comprising one of the components most vulnerable to cyber attacks. Wow. In fact, there have been multiple attacks to date, um, according to CPO Magazine, which is a cyber uh, professional organization magazine. Uh, last, last June, they reported there'd been a total of four of these. And so how could these happen? How are they possible? Well, here's the problem. The water sector has been starved for funding since the uh, mid to late seventies. And um, the money has basically just gone away. Um, now, here's what's interesting. We have a, I'm going to go ahead and, and um, bring up, why is it that there's water gets less attention than the electrical grid? Well, um, it's simply very simple uh, for, for reasons that I don't quite understand. And there's a graph right there that shows you we're on our way to 100. Right now, we're about $75 billion a year falling behind every year. And the biggest infrastructure bill, multi-trillion dollars, well, that provided less than a year of catch up. So the central water systems are in trouble, they're not being helped, and it's not changing. So when something, you know, definition of insanity, they're doing the same thing, expecting a different result. The central utilities are not going to get the support. What could happen? Well, of course, we, as I mentioned on the, on the Forbes article, um, that there's, there's problems because clean water does not really exist out of the municipal water districts. All right. Um, now, here's the answer. It is redundancy. We need to make sure that, and this is where we're coming into what we think is going to make a difference is decentralization. If people at the edge, you know, the internet was built this way, where it was built 
by um, the um, defense research, defense, uh, defense advanced research um, DARPA. Uh, they built the internet as a way to survive nuclear attacks by having redundancy and, and distributed uh, networks. And that's the power of the internet to this day. Well, we need to do the same thing for water and survivability of the water grid will happen by making the businesses themselves clean the water. And of course they can now control their, their costs and reuse the same water. Thus they make, uh, it's a better financial deal for them. And of course it's water on demand. Security is always best layer, carried out in layers. This is what I learned in the security industry. And uh, I really do see the trend towards decentralization of water treatment and conveyance, meaning transporting water as being the best scenario. Okay, so that brings us to our, uh, our open section. And what I'm going to do, first of all, is I see a couple chats. Soft Water for Life says hello. Well, hello, Soft Water for Life. It's a pleasure. Robert Baxter, uh, nice to hear from you. And um, so we are in a fascinating stage right now where we have basically that million dollars. Um, I'm telling everyone that the numbers coming in for 2021 are superb. I'm super pleased with uh, the Texas and uh, Virginia teams. So our conventional business is taking off. As we discussed last week, while I was fiddling with my machine, we've got a partner that we're putting together uh, a relationship with very, very soon. And what's great about that is we'll instantly benefit from 10 years of experience with those guys. So, um, Ken, what are you hearing from the people you're talking to on the investment calls? So the, the conversations that I'm having right now, <clears throat> how this is finally all clicking together, um, people are kind of, you know, there, there's, a, there's a great deal of um, kind of mutual agreement that this was really ultimately the kind of like, I, I was hoping you'd take this path, right? Um, Look, I, I think everybody understood that, you know, building, you know, the design, the build, the own, we could do that. We have been doing that for decades, but it was that last component that could have had a logistical, you know, could have been kind of a, a bit of a marathon. Um, and and the, the, ability, the excitement that I hear in people's voices when I say, look, we can basically adopt a 10-year track record where this has been enormously successful already. So we can now go to much larger investors, a whole different type of investor. And instead of, instead of saying, well, here's what we hope what we can do. Here's what us, us, and our team, who does the you know the building and the management, right? Here's what our 10-year uh, performance record speaks, right? Performance record is a way different conversation than a performance, right? And uh, I think it just brings us into a whole new level. And and I'm getting a lot of that feedback from our, you know, from the folks that I'm speaking to. Uh, and the skeptics are turning into fans, and the fans are turning into. Uh, uh, stalkers, which is great. Stalkers, you, you have your stalkers? Stalkers, yeah. Well, in fact, one of the issues, uh, in fact, Rob was just brought up is like, okay, someday will the stock price take off? And we don't, of course, manage by stock price. If I try and push the stock price up, guess what? It's like pushing string. What works is by getting fundamentals going, by, by building the asset base and putting it to work and generating business while our conventional business literally potentially doubles. And I, I didn't say that. I didn't say nothing about nothing doubling. So <laughs> um, there will be more. I, I, to add to that, Riggs, you know, you said something earlier in your interview with the young man, um, Nelson, 
about you know Microsoft with your experience in 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 um in high tech. Well, everyone says, well, you know, Microsoft is a multi, Amazon is a multi-billion. Well, within Amazon, within Microsoft, they're not islands. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of companies that feed that ecology, that economy, right? There's you know, there's the economy of Amazon, right? Well, the Amazon economy is fed by trucking companies, logistics companies, you know, thousands of operators within that. Um, we are at that point now where we're starting to adopt really competent partners and vendors to be like, like you said, you built a great team around you. Thank you, by the way, I'm flattered. Um, but no, but, but that's what we're doing as a company now. We're building a team. You know, we were in Ireland. We were, you know, on our own trying to push this rock up this hill. And we, we were able to do that for a number of years. But now we're at a stage now we're able to bring talent is actually, this is now coming through uh, laws of attraction. People are finding us and saying, look, I love what you're doing. I want to be part of it. And we're able now to incorporate some of these different businesses and companies to greatly accelerate what would have been a much longer slog for us. Does that make sense? No question about it. In fact, Jack Ma, when he first went, uh, proposed Alibaba, could get nobody behind it. He could not get funding yeah. for it. It was like, right. what? Huh? What? Yeah. And Alibaba is a very similar model to ours. They actually are just a market. They don't try. Amazon does a lot more. Amazon does yeah. the shipping and, and they carry a lot of brands themselves and so forth. Alibaba is like, no, 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 no. We just put you guys together and you do your stuff. And it's actually uh, much lower risk. Bigger, it's a bigger model, right? So at lower risk, exactly. That's a really, really right. good point. So um, we will be, uh, here's what I expect to have happen in terms of announcements. Uh, next week, I expect to be able to announce that we have the one on demand, the, million, the magic million dollar mark hit and blown past it. I know that's going to happen. You're, you've got some amazing stuff coming. We, we hope to have the, the permionics relationship in place and that will instantly um, enable us to internalize there, it will no longer be fictional numbers. These will be real numbers based right. on their 10 right. years of actual right. um, experience with systems that they currently manage, which is fantastic. And um, you know, we're, go we're, we're going to um, continue to build things. Now, you know, Bob and I are having a little dialogue here separately. Uh, he, you know, why, why stock price? And I have to tell you, it's very simple. The thing that you, you don't drive stock price, you drive volume of people looking at the stock. And this is why Andrea's come on board. Um, I can tell that you're a little bit under the weather are there, Andrea. You're very, you're very brave to come into this. this Thank you. <laughs> just attic. It's just attic. It's okay. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. He's like stumbles into the, into the room and, and goes online because he's a brave guy. But the truth is, is that this is why Andrea and um, the brilliant new VP marketing, Josh Summers have come on board. We want to bring him, Josh, into one of these CEO briefings. So we have just an amazing um, team, which is now going to help me make this, as I said in, in, the, um, in, 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 in that um, podcast I just did, we're no longer, we won't no longer be the best kept secret because this thing is world changing. So that's, um, that's what I'm thinking about that. Um, I also have the, there's, there's going to be a, I wanted to mention this, um, and I didn't want to put it in this particular session, but uh, Morgan Stanley uh, did an amazing deep dive into the water crisis as an investing, you know, the scarcity, the problems, and how, what it implies for investing in some of the solutions. And this is going to be next week. 
I want to really um, look at, at how the investing world is seeing water. And I have to tell you, it's the right time. It is the right time for us to step into water and, uh, and do what we're, what, we're, what we're saying. And I, what I'm so amazed about is it's, my mind is still kind of blown that we're actually doing that. Ken, you started bringing in capital that is being devoted to these projects, right? This is shocking. It's amazing. And to become a brand associated with the recycling and reusing of water, to become that, and look, being first, we can't overstate the importance of that. We just can't. Um, Agreed. People often ask me, Ken, why hasn't anybody done this before? And it's because, you know, they were able to operate in this massive trillion dollar business <laughs> quite successfully. You know, there was plenty of business to be, to be had. Um, but it was yeah. looking at what all, all the stuff, you know, maybe because we weren't traditional water guys, you know, you didn't, you didn't have to basically, you know, if you're a hammer, everything is a nail, right? Um, you know, maybe we looked, well, what about the 80% of the world that's doing nothing? And that became our focus. And with the brilliance of Dan Early's, you know, technology being able to, you know, make these things portable and drop and go, um, it, it opened up that market really for the first time um, and creating it as an MLP style model. Master limited partnership. That, yeah, Matt, right, right. So, right. In other words, it, it took so many decades to, it takes so many decades to completely disrupt massive industries. But if you have the leverage of the entire world's interest, they, their interest could be purely on an, on an ecological basis, you know, making the world a better place. That could be the only reason that they want to be involved. And that's great. But there were also people that have worked their whole lives that are afraid of, you know, they want to do some wealth preservation. They want to do inflation, you know, inflation protection stuff and, and, and creating a vehicle that actually accommodates both. There's a real chance that this could be done much more rapidly than kind of a traditional disruption, which I think is probably one of the more exciting aspects of what we're doing. Yes. And one of the things I plan to do uh, next week also is I'm going to, what, one of the wonderful things is we are not alone. We're not the only people in the space. Right. The design, build, own, operate space, water as a service has some key players. And I'm going to review how we position. I did a little piece internally on this. Um, okay. Here's one company. Here's us. Here's the other company, pros and cons, where they are, where we are and how we're different. And I can tell you in a nutshell, the number one reason we're different is that we're not trying to do everything ourselves. We mm. are happy to delegate it. We're happy to give up the profit from building a machine um, in, in order, A, to make a, a water company in Tacoma, Washington, really, really happy. But in addition, we don't have to run, we don't have to build it. We don't have to run it. We don't have to you know, service it. It's all being done remotely, and we just have to make sure that it runs right. Not and, a small task, because if we don't make sure it runs right, then we could get in trouble. But at least the big heavy lifting is not being done. We're more of a finance, uh, fintech. Remember that we literally call water on demand a fintech? That was the very first things sure. we, we called it. Sure. And it's literally what we're doing here is a fintech. And, and, and really, the, the thing is that this is you know, the, the, the profit of, of building one yourself um, I'd rather have the efforts of, I'd rather have 1% of the efforts of a hundred men than get 100% off the efforts of myself. That's a fleeting moment. You got to, great. I sold it. Now I'm out of business again. Now what do I do? Um, but having a thousand operators out there and, and, and collecting money for decades, I mean, that's obviously a hundred times more scalable. Exactly. Um, you know, 
this, the, the master limited partnerships are exactly that. They're an assembly of independently operated pipelines and, and uh, wells, et cetera. And that's the same concept. It's a very, very uh, distributed concept. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we're gonna have a lot more fun with this as we go forward um, and basically uh, be willing to share the work. Now, um, one of the things we're gonna do from a focus point of view is we've been very concerned about branding. Like we, we do one on demand, but hey, also we have these work. So yeah, what yeah. we're moving towards, uh, it's water on demand, origin clears water on demand, and we have water on demand engineering, which is progressive water treatment in Dallas, and water on demand technology, which is that modular stuff that is so perfect for the water on demand. So it's everything becomes water on demand related. And that's going to have to be it because it's going to simplify Andrea and Josh's job if they're talking about one thing, water on demand all the time. So... Are you happy about that, Andrea? I'm very happy about it. And actually the branding that is coming out is quite, it's quite something. Like when you will see how it comes out, it's, uh, it's coming out already nice. You haven't seen it yet, but I, I can show it to you afterwards. We're already working on the branding and uh, the messaging. And it's quite exciting. This thing is going to hunt because there is a real demand and, and it's a real help. So um, it brings it, it's, it's uh, I'm not going to say it's easy to do because it's a tough endeavor. Uh, but it's really worth it. So when you're working on these things, all the hard, uh, it makes you happy. You know, that's why we're pouring our heart into it. And we are some amazing relationships getting crafted and, and built. And I'm very happy. Well, and as I mentioned in the podcast, I've got, uh, we, we've got a team here that does not have to be told what, what, to, what to do. And I'm so grateful. Like literally, Andrea, you're telling me, I got stuff you haven't even seen. I'm like, I like that. I like that because <laughs> usually I'm the guy herding cats. This is so good. I got it. Well, good. Well, this has been great. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put on screen the contact info for, for uh, Ken. Uh, even though many of you have it, I think it's important to uh, let you have it. Um, well, he is very, very sophisticated. Just go to oc.gold slash Ken, email invest at originclear.com or call this 800 number extension 201-877-440-4603, extension 201. Who calls the phone anymore? <laughs> it's crazy. But OC.gold will put you directly into a scheduled call on Ken's calendar. So simply- And even if you, if you do have the connection, the context of Ken, maybe some of your friends don't. And as we were saying before, this is a, this is a common effort. It's something that we're doing together. So share it with your friends and share it with the um, those people that you have around and know that could create a positive impact in, in life because that's a way to do it. It's a real way to do it. And, and it's a very profitable one. So yes, the, the best of both worlds, you know what I mean? So uh, don't be shy, talk about it. Your word means a lot. There is nothing better than word of mouth when it comes to explaining to someone, dude, I believe in this thing. Just, just go and speak with Ken and Ken will do the rest. So uh, I would love to know that you have done it and please write us when you've done it. And when you've created a connection, we, we really appreciate that. That's something that we need to do together. And one easy way to write to me is simply reply to my CEO update and it goes straight into my inbox and I love to hear from you guys. So uh, just to recap the coming news, um, we're going to have this one-on-demand milestone where we expect to announce an agreement with Permionics and I'm planning to give guidance on the full year 2021. Um, Prasad, wow. our CFO, has done an amazing job of you know, we had big problems last year, as everyone knows, with late filings and 
boy, that is done. And, and my, uh, you know, um, Gwen Duffy, our heroic external bookkeeper said, she wrote me to say how happy she was and everything's running early and so forth. What that means is I'm going to be able to give everyone public guidance on what the numbers are. And I think we're going to be very happy. So with that, I want to thank everyone for coming on board. Uh, Andrea, you know, uh, go back and rest and continue to, to make yourself stronger. And uh, Ken, keep up the good work. You are rocking, bro. And yeah, and I and look, I appreciate everybody taking the time to attend. Um, what we often <clears throat> what we often communicate kind of sounds like a kind of a long explanation of it, but really, if anyone, you know, to, to Andrea's point, when when you're communicating our message, okay, you're doing you're doing whoever you're communicating communicating to it an amazing favor, and you're doing the mission a favor. Basically, you just say, look, I know a company that's literally changing the world in a in a way that's more important than cellular change telecom. If they're successful, we could prevent millions of illnesses and death and create one of the largest transformations of wealth of our lifetime. Now, mm -hmm. that should create some curiosity. Then just tell them to go to oc.gold forward slash Ken. Love that. Bob, Bob Baxter wants to know, how can I help you sell your product in my state? And um, Bob, simply send an email to water at originclear.com, water at originclear.com. That goes to the top execs in the company. They see it in real time. Tom Marticello will be happy to, uh, to, to uh, respond to you. He's doing an amazing job of building uh, a, a partner channel. So thank you, everyone, again. Uh, it's been great. Have a good night. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend.